The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Thanks for tuning in to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by The Hartford. I'm Elizabeth Larkin, Managing Editor of Small Biz Ahead, and I want to welcome you to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, where we take a deeper look at the challenges facing small business owners. We also try to make you laugh along the way. With me today, as always, is Small Biz Ahead expert and small business owner, Gene Marks. We're back this week with two new great questions. The first one is about growing your customer base, and the second one is about dumping troublesome clients. Ooh. Sounds very good. So, Gene, how are you doing this week? I am doing very well. I'm happy to be speaking with you, Elizabeth. So. <laughs> happy to be speaking with you. Any any new <clears throat> things going on in your life right now? Nothing of like huge interest, although uh, we're, we're planning a trip to Australia, my wife and I. Wow. Yes, my daughter is studying Great. over there. So we're trying to figure out, and I'm freaking out because we have to take a... 14-hour plane flight from oh Los Angeles to Brisbane. <laughs> so uh, I've never been on a plane for that long. In my wow. Life. Yeah, so. Are you not a good flyer? Uh, no, no. Actually, I'm a, I, I can fly <laughs> fine, but I just I don't know what to do for 14 hours in a plane. So my plan is to drink and watch a lot of TV. Yep, so, yep, yeah. And you're a Walking Dead fan, right? Yes. Okay. Huge, huge. So, uh, you know, I mean, I've, I'm all caught up on that. But, you know, long flights, I think, are a good time where you can download stuff and watch on your computer. But it's expensive. I go and buy like entire seasons of stuff. It's like oh 30 bucks or 40 bucks to do that. I, mean, I know. Geez. I know. It's crazy. It is. All right. We're going to jump into it with question one right after we hear from our sponsor. The Small Biz Ahead podcast is brought to you by the Business Owners Playbook. Whether you're a seasoned small business owner or just starting out, the Business Owners Playbook is your go-to destination for how to run your business. From business plan templates to advice on managing employees, the Business Owner's Playbook features up-to-date, sound advice on running your business. Okay, we're back with question one, and it is from Abigail I in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas, okay. Austin, what Texas. does Abigail do? She runs a thriving tattoo parlor. Really? And she says... Do you have any tattoos? No, I don't. Any, <laughs> have you ever thought of getting one? No, not really. <laughs> what about you? Never. God, I can... I always like getting a tattoo. It's like a huge lifetime decision yeah. like you know you yeah everybody seems like they you, know, you see a lot of people in their 20s or whatever or you know, they get tattoos and you're like dude i mean like no offense but like that tattoo when you're 22 is like not gonna look the same yeah. when you're like 72 <laughs> uh but okay plus then you're like they hurt a lot as well yeah so. i'm not good with pain yeah so. like, I, try to, I, my, my, I try to avoid pain where i yeah. can not like like pay somebody to inflict pain Including is Abigail. What's her name again? Is Abigail? Abigail right? I. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what's up with Abigail? So she runs a thriving tattoo parlor, mm. but she wants to know how do I grow my customer base without alienating mm. my old customers or annoying my prospects? So my answer to that is a CRM system. <laughs> That's an interesting answer. And <laughs> by golly, my company sells CRM systems. Thank you, Elizabeth. I think you might like that. So a CRM system is a customer relationship management system. And what that does is it allows you to just communicate with your customers, but you can split them any way you want. Sure. You can have 
an email list that goes out to your old customers or your new customers or people that you haven't seen in two years and you want to remind them to come in. It's a great way to really serve a lot of different parts of your customer base. So, Gene, I'm going to let you <laughs> take this one. Well, you know what it is? It's, it's um, Serum Systems, Elizabeth, are, they're, they're, it's just a database, okay? That's all it is. Most of them today are in the cloud. There are many great CRM systems out there. A lot of people know Salesforce.com, very expensive. But then, like, Microsoft's got one that's very good. Zoho CRM, Insightly is very, very good. Sugar, Sage, there's a bunch of are great... Those, uh, are those all... Are there any free ones in there? Oh, good question. A lot of them um, have free trial versions or free versions for like one user, for example. Um, and some of them offer free versions with just less features and functionality to okay. them to kind of get you get you into them. So, but I tell you, like Insightly, for example, is like twelve bucks a month. You know what I mean? So, and that's totally worth it. Yeah, it's so inexpensive. And 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 what these systems do, and we're gonna Abigail, I promise you, I'm gonna connect this to what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. it, this is a um, it's a database and it's online. And what you do is you put into that database anybody who touches your business, Abigail. So anybody who walks into your your tattoo parlor, um, you want to make sure that you get their contact information down. Maybe you offer that they're part of a VIP list to get special mailings or communications or a discount on a future tattoo, if you're crazy enough to get more tattoos. Um, <laughs> but at least they could be on your VIP list. You're trying to get data from your customers that come in there. I have, I ever told you this, but there's near me, there's this Japanese restaurant that my wife and I have gone to for years and years and years. And um, because we have, I think we have sushi every Friday night or whatever. Love it. Yeah, and this, um, this Japanese restaurant last Christmas sent us a, a fruit basket. <laughs> so, have you ever gotten a customer. fruit basket from your job? <laughs> right. So, so um, the, the Japanese restaurant that sent us this fruit basket, they have a little CRM system. They use ACT. ACT has been around for like a million years. Like a lot of people I'm sure would recognize it, but it's connected into their phone system. Whenever I call this Japanese restaurant and I order food, it's always on Friday, sometime in the late afternoon, early evening. It, it pops up my information right on their screen. They know exactly who I am. It's the last order that I made as well. So they're always like, same order as last time. And I'm always like, same order, same order. They're very nice people. <laughs> I can't understand a word they're saying. So I'm like, just, yeah, same order, same order, same order. And they're always great. And then I'm on their VIP list. So I get an email from them once a month, a free California roll with a glass of wine, you oh, know, nice. whatever. It's very cool. And then I got, my birthday was a couple months ago. I got like a birthday email. I don't even get a birthday email from my kids. And like this Japanese restaurant is sending me a birthday email. So Abigail, who is the tattoo parlor, you know, Abigail, your, your customers are, there's a niche. There's, these are people that are into tattoos. Okay, I mean, right. so it's a community. And I got news for you. They'd like to keep hearing from you over time. And Definitely. what a CRM system will do is it'll make sure that, first of all, nobody falls through the cracks. Anybody that comes into your store, Abigail, you're going to have a plan for reaching out to those to that people. Maybe it's a once a quarter email um, that you can use with an email service like Constant Contact or MyEmma or MailChimp where it's some, some great new designs for tattoos or tips for doing tattoos. Something to educate them about their uh, proper cleaning of I don't know. Do you have to clean your tattoo? Or how to avoid infections when you get a <laughs> tattoo? What do I know? I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes or to new tattoos. New tattoo art. Yeah, new tattoo art. That's exactly right. Or you know, there's so you you have stuff with your tattoo. You can be communicating and making sure. No, if a person comes in and gets a tattoo from you, Abigail, in you know that person clearly um, likes getting tattoos. They're committed too. They're committed. So. 
Are you not reaching out to them? Maybe a few months later, how do you like the tattoo? Would you like to come back in again? I've got a new design that I think you might like or yeah. something that's complimentary. Your serum system will do that for, the other thing the serum system will do besides making sure nothing falls through the cracks is um, it will make sure, Abigail, that you do not look like a dope. So that <laughs> if a customer calls you and you pick up the phone or get an email and uh, you immediately know in the series, oh yeah, that was the guy that I, I, I did the big fish, you know, on his back or whatever. He was the guy with the hairy back and I had to <laughs> shave his hair and it was disgusting. And well, whatever you have to remember, he's in your CRM system so you don't look like a dope, you remember your customers. The other thing with the CRM system besides reaching out to prospects or your existing customers is um, it builds value in your business. So if one day, Abigail, you decide to get out of the tattoo business and get into something more traditional, like a bookstore is very nice. That's a nice little business, but okay. You wanna get out of the tattoo business for whatever your reason, you sell the business. If I were to go in, well, okay, it wouldn't be me. If Elizabeth were to go in and buy your tattoo business from you, and you said to her, hey, Elizabeth, not only do you get my store and all the equipment and all the whatever, I got this CRM database. Everybody that's been in here in the past five years and everybody that's shown an interest in tattoos, and I've got, here's my whole, what it's doing to reach out to people. Elizabeth will pay you more for that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's, I think, the most important part. Huge. Huge. Like, oh, my God. These are, like, all your whole customers and community. Yeah, and your more than the equipment, more than the the space, unless you own it. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, the, the CRM system, that data is the most important thing. It really is. So it's a, um, you know, so, so yes, thank you for suggesting that, Elizabeth. Um, a CRM system is exactly what somebody like an Abigail would but, need. The CRM system is only as good as the information you put into it. God, that's so true. So it really needs to become part of your culture. I'm assuming you probably have at least one other employee. I don't know. But it needs to become part of your company culture for yourself and your maybe one other employee to put everything possible into that CRM system, especially people that just walk in and they think, oh, I'm just checking this out. I don't know if I want a tattoo. You send so them true. So an true. email or you get them into your text message system a couple, like a month later, are you still thinking about a tattoo? You might hit them at the right time. But you know, the, the, the idea is this, first of all, on your people thing with CRM systems is um, it's just a database. So it's only as good as the data you're putting into it. Yeah. So my clients that succeed with CRM systems are ones that are, um, they've got somebody that owns that database, are updating the data and putting in new data and, and they're all over it. And your point was very true about getting a tattoo. You don't, you don't use a CRM system to um, sell. You use it to educate by communicating so that if Elizabeth got a tattoo to add to the one that she, you should see the one that she's got on her back. It's just, it's, it's incredible. It's huge. It's huge. It's like this big picture of, uh, of Nicolas Cage. So if she were to add to that tattoo that she has, she might be thinking, I don't know, but if she's getting an email from you, it's like, oh yeah, you know what? I've been, I remember I got the tattoo at this parlor or the, I've been yeah. getting emails from them. You know what? Darn it. It's time for me to get, you know, uh, you know, another tattoo to compliment my yeah. Nicholas Cage. Going for the John tattoo. Cusack Going tattoo. to get the John Cusack alongside her <laughs> so you can just complete the circle. Fair enough. All right. We'll be back with another great question after this word from our sponsors. Are you looking to expand and grow your small business, but don't have time to keep up with the latest trends in technology? We've got you covered with the weekly Small Biz Ahead newsletter. Sign up today and start receiving our weekly email chock full of the latest tools and resources to help you run a successful business. Find us at smallbizahead.com. 
Okay, we're back with question two. This is Declan from Nashua, New Hampshire, and Declan. he writes, I run a PR firm and I have a couple of troublesome clients to, who tend to cost me more money and more grief than all the others. How do I drop my most expensive client? So first of all, yeah, I, 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 I'd like to jump in here when I say that. Um, I, a lot of pundits are always like, fire your bad clients. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, get rid of your bad clients. You should yeah. only be working with you, which would be great, except that, like, you've got Declan, you've got a family to feed and, and a mortgage to pay and a business to run. I mean, like, you know, do, do you think that, like, you know, Apple doesn't sell iPhones to people that are they wouldn't they might not necessarily like yeah. or agree with or whatever you know it's so you don't for, you should be firing any of these clients that's yeah. the, that's the first thing okay because if you're a good business owner if the price is right yep. you will do business with those clients right i mean if you if you're only charging 100 bucks an hour now and that horrible client comes back to you and says oh i'll pay you $5000 an hour I think uh, yep. suddenly that horrible client You're turns into make a lesson. Time for them. Yeah, exactly right. So the, you know, it does get back to though. Um, it's a price. So everybody comes with a price. Some clients um, you would almost work for for free because yeah. you love them so much. I don't advise doing that, but I get that some of them. It's like the price really goes up. That should drive when you have like a, when you have a client that you just don't like. Make it their decision to leave you, yep. but give them some incentive. So you can say like, oh, you know, so look, John, um, listen, we've been reevaluating our rates recently. I know we were charging you $100 an hour and, uh, you know, starting next week, um, your rate per hour is $850 an hour. <laughs> um, you know, we just, we had to make this reevaluation. Uh, happy to continue to do work with you. Um, you know, it, it's completely fine. Please let us know. So then the client themselves can make that yep. choice. Yep. You know, well, now, you know. Do you think that... First of all, this is why you probably shouldn't put your rates on your website. Yeah, that's also true. Um, Very good point. And secondly, do you think the client would get it? Or do you think that... Who cares? Uh, yeah. Who cares? I mean, if the client comes back and says, oh, okay, I guess I'll pay $850 an hour, <laughs> then suddenly it's not a bad client anymore. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So yeah. I, you don't even have to care if they get the message or not. You're just basically, you're making a business decision and you're letting these guys make the choice whether yeah. or not they want to keep doing business with you. Um, but you don't, you never turn work away. You yeah. Just don't, you just don't do that unless it's unprofitable work. And by the way, a bad client is an unprofitable client for yes. many intangible reasons. They're causing stress. Yeah. They're like freaking everyone out yeah. around the office. So make them so, profitable. Yeah. Don't drop them. Just make them profitable. Up your rates. Up your rates. Definitely there. And I mean, what is like a reasonable amount to up that rate? Hmm. I mean, are you looking at like, so you're putting in like the... Do you add in a factor of like this person is a jerk, so I'm going to add a surcharge? I actually it? have a client who does just that with his customers. Well, he's in the printing business, and uh, you know, in your printing business, you know, he's got uh, the guys that are doing the estimates, and all the estimates come through him over a certain amount, and uh, he knows all of his customers, and he has a little line on every estimate, um, and it's it's actually just a blank line there, and he uses it to to, to actually up the estimate yeah. based on whether or not the customers are jerk or not. You I know, feel like especially in printing because there's so much back and forth absolutely. with approvals yeah. and if you're dealing with a difficult client. So basically, if you're a difficult client, you're always going to get charged more? Yeah, basically, yeah, in some way. And and if, and if your, your vendor is not charging you more, then they're stupid for not doing that <laughs> because you're costing them more money. And, yeah. and in my client's case, the printer, I mean, there's the cost of the inks and the cost of the time to run the press and the cost yeah. of the labor that's involved. 
off the, the overhead. Cost, but then yeah, that's also... all there. But then he's like, oh, this this customer is high maintenance. I know every time we do a job, they come back with 10 changes and yeah. 47 questions, whatever. So clearly it's not like the typical job. This guy's a pain in my neck. But I'm not going to... I'm not gonna fire this client. I still want his business, but for for this guy, for the business, I, I gotta charge him twenty percent more. And if the 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 guy decides to go somewhere else, then let somebody else be unprofitable with him rather yeah. than me. All right, great answer to that. We're gonna hear from our sponsor, and then we'll be right back with words of brilliance from Gene. Yes, words <laughs> of brilliance. Join the over 1 million small business customers who prevail with the Hartford's property, liability, and workers' comp insurance. Ask your agent for the Hartford by name or visit thehartford.com slash prevail. Okay, we're back and we're all on the edge of our seats waiting for Gene's words of brilliance words for the week. Words of brilliance. <laughs> this week, my words of brilliance has to do with um, a technology that I'd like to recommend um, to you, Elizabeth, and to all of our, our listeners as well, an excellent service. The word of brilliance is Slack. Ever heard of Slack before? Do you know what Slack does? I think does? it's pretty popular with the uh, millennial set. It is. Slack is a communications application. Okay. Um, there were Slack, you can Google them, S-L-A-C-K. It's slack.com, I think. They're worth like... Two and a half, three billion dollars, which means nothing nowadays, because they like everybody that starts a business out of their garage is worth two billion dollars in Silicon Value. But these guys are actually worth it. Slack makes an application that is a um, um, it's a communications application. You download it either onto your mobile device or to your workstation or to your laptop. It integrates with your email system. And here's what it does. Whenever you and anybody in your company or outside of your company are texting, instant messaging, or emailing anybody, it all goes into one database, a consolidated cloud-based database. And why is that important? Because say six months later, um, you, you had like some problem and you knew you had that same problem with a client six months ago and you forgot what it was about and how it got resolved. And you remember we had this problem with this client. We were texting about it, we had emails, and then we fixed it. What did we do? What was it? So you go into Slack, you put in a keyword, boom, brings you up all of the messages Brilliant. from everything communicated about that issue. And it could be any text message, instant message, email, all in one place. So it's just like this combined awesome database of all the communications going on with inside of your company. So my words of brilliance for this time is to uh, take a look at Slack, slack.com. Might be a really cool technology for improving your productivity in your company. That sounds great. That would also be great for when a client says, you said blah, blah, blah. CYA <laughs> is what they should have called it, but they called it Slack instead. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us this week, everyone. We will be back next week talking about long lines and too much travel. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.